This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Bunny Michael, and you're listening to Exo Higher Self Advice and Healing, the podcast where you ask me for advice and I help get you to the place within yourself where you already have the answer. The truth is, we all have a deep wisdom inside of us that's not easy to access in a world of trauma, chaos, and biased conditioning. Connecting with your higher self is the process of peeling back those layers to recognize you've always been enough and you deserve so much more than you realize. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Hello, how are you? Thank you so much for being here. Welcome to another episode. I'm feeling so grateful, so happy, so excited that we get to be here together. And, you know, I don't know if I say this enough, but maybe I do say a lot. I don't know. But every time I sit down to record this podcast and I'm listening and going through the listener questions, I'm just like, how did I get to this place where people are sending me their questions and trusting me with their vulnerability? It's just, it's such an honor. It really, really is. Um, Today's episode, we're going to be talking about making the difficult decision of breaking up with somebody. Do I break up? Do I not break up? And, you know, it's really, really hard to be in the position of, being broken up with, but also to be the one to do it because we don't have any guidelines for this stuff and we want to do it from love. And a lot of times we just don't know how, and the way that it's portrayed in popular culture, is just, it's never really portrayed in a good way. Right. All right. So let's just get to the question and we'll talk about it. Hi, Bunny. First of all, I want to say thank you for the work you do. I really love listening to your thoughtful answers, and I'm just such a fan of yours. I'm caught at a crossroads right now because I have been with my boyfriend for almost six years, and I have never really felt 100% sure about our relationship. And that makes me feel like a horrible person because he tells me that he is 100% sure about me. I just feel like it's not often that my needs feel all the way met in the relationship, some of which can be changed with communication and some of which can't, like issues with incompatibilities. I do love him and at the same time don't want to be unkind to him by never being able to offer him the kind of love he deserves. I feel like I make up all the issues in my head, but then my gut is always telling me that this isn't a forever thing. It's not that I think I deserve better than him. It's just that it feels like it shouldn't be so much inner work just to feel okay. 
Thank you for reading. I'm grateful for any advice you have. Hi, love. Well, there is no easy way to make a difficult decision. That's why it's a difficult decision. And it's obvious to me that you deeply care about your boyfriend and you want the best for both of you. Our learned hierarchical beliefs have us looking at the world from the perspective that some people are better than others. And in order to climb up the ladder of self-worth, you need to have certain possessions, certain characteristics, or certain accomplishments. And this hierarchical belief system also trained us to see relationships from that lens. Are they good enough for me? Am I good enough for them? And as a result, breakups are also seen from that hierarchical perspective. Like whoever is getting broken up with is getting rejected by the other partner, like they're not good enough, and vice versa. Now, if you listen to this podcast a lot, you know that the higher self perspective is dismantling that hierarchical belief system. The higher self perspective is actively separating the conditioning of our LHBs from who we really are. The truth is the entire premise that some people aren't good enough for us or that we are not good enough for people is a cultural construct and we don't have to live our lives that way. In fact, we shouldn't live our lives that way. We were all born whole and worthy of love. We all have value and we're all part of creation. When we want to end a relationship, it isn't because we're better than the other person or have more value. Unfortunately, because our LHBs are so pronounced in our psyche, when the time comes for us to break up with someone, even if we don't think it's because the other person isn't good enough, it still feels like we're some kind of villain. Like we're betraying them. We feel guilty for not wanting to be with them. Even the thought of wanting to leave the relationship feels like you're doing something wrong. Because of the cultural construct of our LHBs, because of that hierarchy. Our LHBs are so strong that even in the situations where we get broken up with, our friends try to make us feel better by saying things like, oh, screw him, you were too good for him anyways. And even though they might be trying to make us feel better, it's only a temporary fix. It just exacerbates the dependence on needing to be better and turns the breakup into some kind of competition. It actually makes it more difficult to get over the relationship when you need to put somebody's worth down in order to feel better about yourself. Now, of course, it's understandable to do that, but we're talking higher self perspective, right? We're talking a more higher consciousness state of healing, looking at it from a deep, in a deeper way, seeing what helps in the long term, not just what feels satisfying in the short term. Remember, there's a difference between someone's behavior that isn't worthy of them and someone's inherent self worth, right? So, yes, we leave relationships when we're not treated correctly, when we're abused, when we are um, not respected. But there's a difference between people's behavior out of their wounds and conditioning and their inherent value as a person. A lot of people behave in ways that are not worthy of them. Now, I know, listener, that sent in the question that, that you already 
know all of this stuff, right? That you've already thought of all of this stuff. And I've gone on a bit of a tangent, but I say all of this because I want you to really think about all the things that are going on behind your decision to end the relationship or not. It's important to bring awareness to the pressure our culture puts on us. This guilt, right, for wanting something different. This fear of being alone. This stigma of that a breakup means something went wrong. So when you make a decision to end a relationship, or not, it's important to ask yourself, what is my higher self calling me to do here? What is my higher self saying? Would your higher self buy into this idea that you're a quote unquote horrible person for not being 100% about your partner, even though he's 100% about you? Would your higher self tell you that giving a relationship six years and still not, and it's still not feeling right for you, that you should just continue down the same path, hoping for different results? Would your higher self want you to be unhappy or feel guilty or shamed? Breakups hurt people's feelings and there is no way around that. And whoever is doing the breakup has had the advantage of being much farther along the emotional process of the end of the relationship than the person who is caught off guard of the breakup. Like they're starting at a, at a different pace. So it makes sense that their emotional state will be different than yours. It makes sense that they'll be more angry or confused or upset than you are because you've had time to think about this. You've had time to work it out in your mind. You've had time to make a conscious decision. And from their perspective, they don't feel like they have any control in the situation. So expecting any other feelings besides, yeah, this really sucks and you're hurting my feelings is, is kind of unrealistic, right? So we walk into the situation knowing that, yes, that could be the result. But love often calls us to take a more difficult path in the short term because in the long term, it's better for everyone, even if that's not always clear right away. Whenever I've had to make a really tough decision and I didn't know which way to go, I would dedicate time every single day and just ask for guidance from my higher self. You know, I have a morning ritual of connecting to my higher self that involves my spiritual practice, journaling and all this stuff. It's just a way for me to feel that that connection to channel that love, to see through that lens and and it helps me. But during those during those sessions if I'm struggling with something whether it's a difficult thing in a relationship, maybe an issue with a friend, maybe, you know, it's just something that's giving me anxiety. What I do is I, I don't rush to figure it out, but I just ask for guidance. I say, higher self, please guide me in this situation. Help me to see what love would do in this situation. And it always becomes clear. It really does. So part of me feels like you've been thinking about this for a while, but what I feel like you've been really thinking about is the guilt. You haven't really spent enough time thinking about the love and actually the ways in which 
This could be a loving choice, a healthy choice, right? So ask your higher self for guidance. Trust yourself. Listen to that voice. Nobody knows what you need better than you. All right, babe, I'm sending you so much love. Take care. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You know, when I was listening to this question, it made me think about the times that I've been dumped. Like I've been broken up with. I hate using that word dumped. It's so like, I mean, even the idea of being dumped, like you're trash, like you dump trash. It's just, it's ridiculous. But <laughs> the times that... I have been the one on the receiving end of a breakup and the emotions of it. And sometimes it can kind of feel like nauseating in a way. I I remember those types of feelings, but it always ends up being okay. You know, our emotions are temporary. Our suffering is temporary And we always end up realizing that we don't want to be with somebody who doesn't really want to be with us. And we also don't want to stay with somebody out of guilt because that's not what love is. So these are really important things to think about if you are going through a breakup or you're thinking about breaking up. We don't stay together out of guilt. As difficult as it is to end something, especially if you've been together for a long time. It's understandable to feel guilty, but you're not doing anything wrong just because you don't want to be in a relationship. All right, before we wrap it up, I would like to share a listener response message that somebody sent in. And it is a response to episode 161 where a caller asked about struggling with her partner not having the same sex drive as her. Um, if any of you have, if you haven't listened to that episode, be sure to check it out because it's it's a really, really good one. Um, so yeah, I'm going to play that listener response. Hey, Bunny. I uh, really appreciate everything you do. Thank you so much. I wanted to submit a listener response for the caller in episode 161 who wants sex more often than their partner does. I've totally been there and I just want to validate that that is a completely understandable feeling and your questions are spot on. Um, And Bunny, I thought your advice was really, really good. Um, And also wanted to give give another take, which is that I do think like I guess from my experience, having been in a long, long-term long relationship in which I felt this type of rejection over and over, it was really, really hard and really damaging. And um, I just, yeah, I just want to say that I really feel for you, Caller. And I think 
sexual needs are very valid and important and important to listen to. And, and monogamy should be opt-in. You know, uh, it, it doesn't mean that your partner needs to um, give you more sex. Obviously, what Bunny was saying is correct, that we should all be able to say no at any time. And it's great that your partner can say no. And you should be able to say no to being in a monogamous situation in which you are not, ha like your sexual needs are not being met. Um, it sounds like you two were probably before, and I'm not sure what the situation was um, in terms of why it didn't work, but um, it, is, it is valid to change your relationship model because of this, um, this discrepancy uh, between y'all's needs. Um, yeah, I, I, my experience and, and anecdotally experience of other friends is that um, after, you know, being in a situation in which I was rejected over and over again, sexually, finally, finally finding someone who met me um, in terms of the, that, in terms of, in terms of um, libido, I guess, was extremely, extremely healing. And I guess I just want to say that that is not an, you know, that's a valid reason to change your relationship format. It's a valid reason to end your relationship. And it doesn't sound like necessarily you are, are all in on this relationship and Maybe you maybe it's worth it to try to, to open it up or even give an ultimatum of I need this to be open or I'm not in it anymore. Because, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I could be reading too much into uh, my own interpretation of your tone, but it sounds like you're pretty unhappy. And I, and I, I don't know. I just want, <laughs> just want you to feel good and feel satisfied. And there's so many people out there who would meet you in this need. So... Um, or with this desire. So I don't know. That's my take. Um, and thanks so much for listening and for everything you do, Bunny. And thanks for submitting that question. It is um, super a super vulnerable thing to ask about. And I appreciate, I appreciate all of y'all listeners. Okay, bye. Thank you so much for sending that in. Um, and reminding us that it is so important that if you're not feeling like monogamy is right for you, then you should absolutely have the freedom to choose the type of relationship that works for you. Absolutely. You know, monogamy is one of those things that shouldn't necessarily be the default. I mean, if you look about, if you look at our culture right now where marriages, I think it's like 60% end in divorce. That's the statistic. Obviously, you know, monogamy doesn't work for everyone. Not saying that that's always the issue, but infidelity is, is very, very common. And in some cases, um, a lot of the issue is that, you know, monogamy is not right for everybody. And I think it's, I think it's important to have these conversations with people with an open mind, as much as it, you know, can kind of frighten you in some ways, super monogamous people, but there is no one way to be in a loving relationship. And even if you are in a poly relationship or an open relationship, you still can implement the same boundaries that make people feel safe and heard and loved. 
So the amount of partners you have doesn't automatically make a relationship healthy or unhealthy. It's really about being honest with yourself and validating your own needs. So thank you so much for that listener response and and reminding all of us of that. Such an important point. Thank you so much for, for sending that in. All right, everybody. If any of you want to send in listener responses, please do. I love hearing them. I love sharing them. I think it's really, really great to hear other perspectives or even to validate other people's experiences. All right. Take care, everybody. Be kind to yourself. Remember, unlearning our LHBs is a process. And when you give yourself compassion and kindness for yourself in that process, i.e. you don't shame yourself for when your LHBs trigger you or maybe when you make mistakes because of your wounds and all that stuff, it actually makes healing so much easier. It makes unlearning so much easier. Nobody can really progress if there's a voice in their head constantly berating their progress, right? What we need to do is keep encouraging each other, encouraging ourselves, making us feel worthy, reminding us that we're worthy of it. All right. I love you. And so does your higher self. I'll see you soon. Bye.